Hello, governors. Welcome back to Hello. Just Hey Girl. <laughs> Welcome to Just a Little Pod. Um, I'm Toria, if you don't know. And who are you? Who are you, Renisha? Oh. <laughs> Toria has a disability. Toria oh, yes. is a black woman. Toria is smart. Toria is important. Yes. And she wants to tell you about disability stuff. Hello. And who am I? None of your bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am Ronisha. Yes. And she too is smart and kind and amazing and the bomb.com. It and is having oh, a birthday. Oh. When this comes out, it will be my birthday. Don't oh, every. Uh huh. Sorry. Do not ask me how old I am. I will lie. <laughs> so, Everybody I, needs to tell her happy birthday. Thank you. If you want to tell me happy birthday, thank you. I am a graduate student of special education, applied behavior analysis, I'm getting my degree in disability stuffs. So. I know a little some some just like Toria know a little some some so that's who we are. Yes, not, we don't remember to do intros, but we're gonna do them for now on. I know we're gonna try to be better about this. Because um, what if it's a stranger and they like, who are you? Why are y'all just talking? I don't know you. My God. Exactly. So yes, we we will try our best to make sure we introduce ourselves every single time. Um, but yes, that's who we are. We're I'm Torian, this is Renisha. And uh, and I also want to add that you might as well say Renisha is an ally in this business. Of course. So, Why would I get a degree and I don't like people? Hmm? Hello. Me. Yes. So have y'all ever heard of a podcast where there's a disabled person and an ally and they're besties? No. Hmm. Or maybe you have, but they're not well, black, I, I'm sure. Yeah. Hmm. So we're special. <laughs> Run and tell that, homeboy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. <laughs> In today's episode, if um, by the way, this is episode three. We apologize for the late episode because quite honestly, the devil was trying it. Truth is I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> he was really trying it. So, um, long story short, my computer is not working, so I have to do it on my phone. Um, so, you know, the devil tried it, but you know what? We serve a bigger God, you know, because we figured it out. I'm using my phone. Renisha's using her laptop that works. So, here we are. So, praise God, okay? Side note, did you know that there's a song called Shake the Devil Off? I believe it. I believe it. Go look it up. I I shall. (laughs) Listeners, go look it up. (laughs) That's so funny. Um, But yes, so this is episode three, and today we're going to talk about movies and and representation and things like that. What is Um, representation, you ask? Representation is basically, you know, watching a movie or TV shows 
or any other form of art, i.e. a book or magazines or advertisements, just any form of media. And just trying to make sure that you see people that look like you represent the people that are out here walking amongst the world, okay? They're supposed to represent the people that walk amongst the world, but as we all the should people. know, right, as we all should know, or yeah, we should know, uh, we're not doing a great job of that, okay? Yes, mm-hmm. not doing great. Yes, unfortunately. You get a D so, negative. Hello. You failed. Electric chair. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I kid, I kid. But yeah, so we're going to talk about that. So we're going to talk about the representation of disability in film and TV. We're also going to talk about the trope of the disabled character in a movie. And then we're going to briefly talk about inspirational porn. Ooh, spicy. Mm, spicy word. <laughs> I know, right? Spicy. But it's not what you think. So <laughs> We ain't nasty. We're not nasty. We're not we're not that kind of podcast, guys. So hold on to your panties. Okay. Be sanctified, okay? Yes. And holy fire yeah. for the Lord of All right. Hello. So before we of course talk about all of those wonderful things, how are you doing, Ronisha? It's your birthday. In what time is it? it Four is. hours. It will be my birthday. Yes. I'm getting closer to 30. That's all you need to know. That's all you need getting to know. Getting closer to knocking. Hey, girl, 30. Your knees are going to get out. <laughs> hey, girl. Osteoporosis is calling you. Oh. No. So it just, <laughs> it feels great to have a birthday. You know, everybody wasn't able this mm-hmm. past year to have a birthday. I mean. That's true. With all this mess going on. You, mm. I don't want to get into that now, but yeah. I'm thankful I wasn't the ones to go yet. It ain't my time, yeah. My time. Hello, so I'm thankful. I have great friends, great family. I have an education, I have a sound mind, I got somewhere to sleep, I got food to eat. Come on, some blessings. Uh, won't he do it? So, yes, I feel very blessed. I'm happy. Um, I hope this year I can continue to learn some stuff in school, learn some stuff from Toria, do the podcast, not be, uh, you know, missing weeks. We don't need to do that. No, no. Keep it going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, stay positive. And that's all. I'm just, I'm just grateful and happy. Yes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I'm grateful too. I'm grateful that you're, you were born. I'm grateful that you're born. Thank and you. Yeah, I'm grateful. Shout out to mom and dad. Yes. And Jesus. And Jesus. So I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful that you are going to have a bomb birthday. So, um, and I can't wait to celebrate with you. And so, do um, some things, some undisclosed things. <laughs> okay. That's all y'all need to know, but we're going to do some things. There we go. 
So, um, by the way, I see that you have a <laughs> Kendrick Lamar hat on. You know, he's just a part of my life. I have Beyonce's clothes on and be- and Kendrick's hat on. And they did a song together, Alignment. I know. They're like the goats. They're the best. Beyonce, Kendrick. My hat says damn. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that is Kendrick's last album that he blessed. That was like, with. It was like 10 years ago when he posted, mm-hmm. or posted it. Then he disappeared. Again. Yeah. Where are you? Where um, are you? I literally only wore this hat because I'm wearing black and there's the only black hat I have. So <laughs> I was going to wear something else and it didn't look right. And because you know my hair ain't done, because I get my hair done tomorrow. So this I had I put a hat on because it ain't done. It'd it be like that. tomorrow. Laid and <laughs> slayed, fried, died, and laid to the side. Okay. <laughs> so yes, you're so funny. But um that's my situation right now. Mind your business. Mind your business. Just mind your business. Okay. Oh, so yes. So of course we had to bring up Kendrick Lamar because that's going to be a thing, okay? I mean, if yeah. I see him on the street, I may just yeah. tackle him. Hey! You- <laughs> I love you! Right. Where's the album? <laughs> give me a, give me a five-second clip. Anybody got a five-second clip? Just a five-second I'm going to be like uh, Dave Chappelle. Anybody got a little ounce of five-second clip? Of some song, please. by the way dave chappelle is coming out with the podcast with him and um uh yasin bay formerly known okay. as most deaf and to mm-hmm. quality so um was it, it wasn't to live quality harassing somebody you know, he was. Okay, you see, see, he, never mind. Next topic. I was, was going to say, uh, thanks for reminding me because I totally yeah. forgot about that. He was harassed. Anyways, it good, for, good for mean, Dave. Good for Dave and good yeah. for, you know, Yasin Bey. Good for yeah. them. I ain't yeah. going to speak on the other one. Right. We don't know him all of a sudden. so Never heard of him. Right. And if you want to know why, go check out another podcast or Google it. Look. <laughs> That ain't my that ain't my plate. Right. I just don't so, know. <laughs> um, so moving right along, let's get started with today's episode. Um, so yes, we'll play a game. Do you want to play a game, Ernisha? Yeah, let's play a game. I better <laughs> win. It's my birthday. Yes, you have to win. Um, I think you're gonna win automatically, but I'm a you know, it's fine. So we're going to play a game. It was actually inspired by this TikToker. Her name is Chamaya Moody. Um, her TikTok is at Chamaya Moody. Uh, we'll include it in the bio. Um, but she made a TikTok where she says, you know, is it inspiration porn or is it representation? And I kind of want to feed off of that and go on a list of movies um, and TV shows that depict disabled folks. And your job is to guess if it was representation or inspiration porn. Now, hold now, up. You did not explain 
what the porn of inspiration is. I'm about to get to that. So get to it now. You're probably wondering what's inspiration porn. So this lovely lady, her name is Stella Young. Um, She unfortunately passed away. But when she was alive, she coined this term called inspiration porn, basically referring to the harmful images that we constantly see of disabled people. And you're probably wondering, like, oh, my gosh, what kind of harmful images are you talking about? Well, I'm sure most of us have seen images where you see, like, a person who's disabled and is, like, running a track field. And it's like, if this person can do it, what's your excuse? Hmm. Or um, if you see, I don't know... Um, just if you just see disabled people, it's usually like, what's your excuse? Or um, why can't you try? Look at this person. Or if you just be positive, then maybe, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. And there's this famous, there's this famous quote actually that Scott Hamilton made. And he says, the only disability in life is a bad attitude. And Stella Young brought up a really good point where she was like, I'm paraphrasing, by the way, um, but she was saying that I can I can't look at a flight of stairs and just believe that they're going to turn into ramps. Hmm. I cannot or a person cannot go into a building and just believe that everything is going to turn into Braille. Right. You know, so um, what we need is for you to actually give us accommodations, okay? (laughs) It's the um, law. Right. And so I highly encourage people to watch her TED Talk where she talks more in depth about inspiration porn. It's very amazing. But um, basically, yeah, um, she uses, she purposely used the term porn because of the fact that just like sexual porn, there is like this sense of objectification of people for the benefit of others. So I know that's kind of debatable for some people because, you know, people look at porn a lot of times as sex work and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I acknowledge that, but I think in her work, in her case, there is a sense of object- objectification um, in sexual porn and in um, with disabled people. So you're just objectifying my situation in order for you to feel good about yourself. You're using me or you're using disabled people to try to make yourself feel good. And a lot of times it does feel harmless. Like you're like, you think that you're, you think that you're not doing anything, you know, harmful to, to disabled people. But in reality, when you pull back the layers, you are. You're like, you don't pay attention to nothing else they do or nothing they say unless it's something that you can turn into to benefit yourself. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds so, tragic. Yes, very tragic. Um, so that's like my, that's like the Tory version of inspiration porn. So um, kind of looped in to like the disabled whites, um, disabled white, the disabled savior complex, which we'll talk about at a later point. Um, but yes, so now that you have that 
definition that I defined representation for you. I'm going to give you a list of movies. And if you need me to explain just the synopsis of the movie, I will. But um, yeah, some of them you've probably seen and some of them you haven't. I ain't seen, look, I've seen two movies my whole life. Which one was that? Selena and Dreamgirls. That's the only movies I remember. I mean, those are pretty important movies. <laughs> I don't remember anything else. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I saw it. Or... I don't know. I'm not a movie girl. So it's okay. Um, so yes. So like I said in this section, I'm gonna bring up these movies and you're gonna tell me representation or inspirational porn, and I will tell you yes or no. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we got first up. Look at what I did there. The first up is called The Upside. Never that, heard of it. <laughs> it had Kevin Hart in it and it had Brian Cranston in it. Brian, who? Brian Cranston. You probably would know him from Breaking Bad or never Malcolm watched that either. Okay. He's a very common <laughs> actor. I don't know. Look. Okay. I told y'all I'm a singer. I don't do film. I understand. <laughs> but anyways, he sounds like a white person. No offense. He, he I mean, but he is. Okay, um, I knew that. Hey, does he have brown hair? Yes. Oh, you're look, getting close. You're getting close. I don't know anything else. Okay. All right. Well, um, you know Kevin Hart. Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So moving right along. <laughs> so the upside is um the basic synopsis of the movie is this man. Um, I'm trying to remember it, but it's a man. How she don't know. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, Ronisha. <laughs> Shut up, Ronisha, even though it's your birthday. Right. <laughs> Um, but no, it's basically a man, he becomes disabled, he becomes, um, you know, he uses his wheelchair, um, he hates his life, uh, hey. but, um, but this guy, which is Kevin Hart's character, he's coming in to um, basically be like a caregiver for him, and of course, it was a rocky start in the beginning, and then um, they become friends and Kevin Hart kind of helps him uh, become, you know, I guess a little more accepting of his new reality being a disabled person. So with, with that information that I gave you, do you think it's representation or inspiration porn? What does your gut tell you? Porno. <laughs> Why do you have to call it that? That's what the kids call it. Okay. That's what Gen you Z call it. You barely had a birthday. Now you're saying that's what the kids say. Look, I'm getting up here. <laughs> well, if you're correct, I mean, if you are serious, that is correct. Well, at least I would say it's not good um representation because really all is it all it's saying is that of course you're saying that the angry bitter wheelchair user is you know cannot 
get over their lost abilities and, you know, they lash out on non-disabled people. And when the reality is, there's folks who are wheelchair users who love everything about being in a wheelchair. Um, it's not something that brings anger to them, you know? Granted, when I say that, I'm not saying all, but I, mm-hmm. you know, but we don't want to generalize that once you become disabled, that you're going to hate your life, okay? Um, it's very harmful. And also to the fact that we have to bring in someone who is not disabled comes in and be, be like the zest of life and, and be the key to finding your happiness. It's like- I Shouldn't mean, he learn how to be happy anyway? Like, It's like, you don't need, you don't need other people specifically in this case, an able-bodied person to give you your- (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. It's very, it's giving me weird vibes. It's like if a white person is like, it's okay, racism, just be happy, even though it's racism everywhere. Who cares? Like, just be happy, girl. It's like, no, that's not appropriate. Um, And so that's why I was saying, like, there's this disability um, savior complex where, you know, a disabled person has to come in and save the day. Don't say, huh? She don't want to be saved. (laughs) So it's like, no, um, the reality is, again, we don't have to have able-bodied folks here to save the day and then you're right it is very similar because in movies there is the phrase of the white savior complex which is the same concept i.e um hitting hidden figures they literally fabricated a scene in the movie that so there was a scene in the movie that never happened wait i saw that one okay which part didn't happen i just saw it like a few months ago you remember the part where the um i forgot his name but he was the white character and so okay taraji p henson spoiler alert taraji p henson's character you know she couldn't use the bathrooms she had to go like somewhere else to use the bathrooms because that one was white only or whatever so um she tells him she's like i'm tired of doing this right and then the white guy grabs a hammer and like rips off the white only sign Mm -hmm. and um and basically it was like there now you can use the bathroom right Mm -hmm. and people who uh I guess close to the the women they were like that's that never happened that was something that the director and the writers added into that film so so, she had to go over there the whole time and go to the restroom basically so the point is like so with white savior movies same thing with 12 years a slave i believe that's the one where i brad watched pitt, that one i refuse right brad pitt came in and saved the day okay and so you when you have these savior complexes the focus is no longer on the the person who is suffering essentially the focus is now on this person who quote unquote saved the day Right. So um, so and it's to prove this point that, number one, I'm using this person to make myself feel better. 
like I'm trying trying to benefit off of this person um and then number two you're I forgot my point that fast the point is it's it's not good it's (laughs) you know it's very it's it can be harmful so uh if you say porno that's your words that is correct at least in my in Toria's opinion and a lot of other people's opinions so um next movie I'm very excited to talk to you about this. Um, Me Before You. Have you heard of it? No. Let me tell you a story. I saw the trailer to this movie. This was before I was quote unquote woke. (laughs) I hate to use that phrase, but I wasn't as educated as I am now. I mean, I still need some improvement. But anyway, um. So I watched the trailer and I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a sweet movie because it's basically a romance. And it was started off as a book and they turned it into a movie. And, but when I watched it, because I watched it actually like a year or two later, um, I watched it and I was like, yikes, yikes, yikes. Triple yikes. Like Nikki said, yikes. Yeah. (laughs) So... The basic synopsis of the movie is this, it's very similar to the upside, but basically this man, he gets hit by a bus, I think, and he becomes paralyzed. And of course, now he's in a wheelchair and um, this girl is now his caregiver, essentially. And he's also pretty bitter. Um, And... I know. And so, by the way, I'm uh, spoiler alert, a uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Okay. I've warned you. Okay. So anyway, um, so she comes in to be like her help, his helper and all this other stuff. He's bitter. He's bitter to everybody. Um, but for some reason, she's the one that is able to crack that thing open. Is she white? Huh? Is she white? Yes, these are all, most of these movies are white films. And so, um, so anyway, um, actually the girl in the movie, you watched the Game of Thrones. She's, um, I did, I watched She's the, the dragon lady. Dracos! Yeah, Khaleesi, is that her name? Yes. That's her, she's in this movie. Amelia something. Amelia Clark or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I know her. her. Yeah. So she was in that film. And um, so, yeah, she was able to crack him open and he was able to like be nicer and all this other stuff. And then they become, uh, they are in a relationship. So they fall in love and et cetera, et cetera. And so um, at the end of the movie, again, I'm spoiling it. So be warned. At the end of the movie, she discovers that he decided to um do the uh euthanize it euthanasia there we go euthanasia and for folks who don't know what that is is basically you can choose in some i guess in certain cases um you can choose uh medical suicide so trigger warning for that um so you can choose that and in this movie he chose to do the medical suicide because he essentially hated being disabled and so um there's this trope of i am better off 
did than being in this new body that I am in now, right? I would rather choose death than be disabled. And this is especially harmful because um, it sends off this message that let's just say if you do become disabled, then your life is, is over. Your life is over. When it's not, right? It's not. You still alive? I mean. Yeah. It ain't so, over until it's over now. Exactly. But it kind of ties into the fact that, like, when we talked about history in episode one, um, episode two, um, when we talk about history, that there, it's been embedded in us that when you are disabled, you, you're no longer really, basically, you're no longer human. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, with this movie, you, you're almost feeding into that. Like, you know, just, I would rather choose death than be in a wheelchair, you know? So with that information, I guess you can kind of assume it's not representation. Nah. you know it's actually more problematic than anything so um next movie Forrest Gump I've seen that one what do you think that one is representation or inspiration porn mm. I don't know what was inspiring about that movie it was kind of sad. It was. So I wasn't inspired. I was just sad. So <laughs> I picked <laughs> porno for 500. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'll be honest with you. And this is probably a problematic take. One of my favorite movies is Forrest Gump. Hmm. Um, Why? <laughs> I know. <laughs> And I, I, I acknowledge I acknowledge that it's a little problematic to say that, but I just love Tom Hanks and I thought he did I personally just thought he did a good job. And the storyline to me was a unique storyline. However, I do acknowledge that there's a lot of parts of this movie that is not really okay. Um and so I found a tweet that articulates it way better than I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but her name or their name, I don't know their pronouns, but their name is uh, Sluderman on Twitter. And they bring up a good point where they said, Forrest Gump shows a person with an intellectual disability without saying it out loud as the butt of several jokes. He, he had, yeah, yeah. He has no agency. He just tumbles through life and things happen, mostly good. And that is supposed to be inspiring somehow. And I was like, that was perfect. Um, so a lot of the issues with it is number one, again, like she said, Forrest Gump's Forrest Gump is the butt of a lot of jokes in this film till this day people will still use the phrase run for us run or 
um, uh, my mom always said laugh is like a box of chocolate and they'll say it in the exact same way he says it. And without acknowledging the fact that this man has an intellectual disability. And that's the other problem. It's not really said in the movie, it's implied, but to me, that's a bit of a problem that you, y'all will say everything else in that movie to refer to his disability, but you won't acknowledge that he has a, a disability. You won't say it, you know? Mm. So that's, that's Tom Hanks. I'm sorry, what are you gonna say? When I was little watching that movie, I didn't know that he had a disability. I didn't even know what was. I just thought it was sad because the lady died. Yeah. I was like, "Why the lady had to die though? What happened? Oh. I didn't know. I know what was going on. I was like, he seems nice. Why is all this stuff happening? Right. <laughs> yeah, he he just had a whole bunch of stuff going on. <laughs> I wish they. Uh, I mean, if they they could have made it more educational, mm-hmm. in a way, and just said what was you know what was going on with him Mm -hmm. instead of not saying anything and people now mimicking him and it's like yeah okay that's awkward yeah no um it's like that movie had potential to actually be representation but they dropped the ball Mm -hmm. they completely dropped the ball um and then also not only with tom hicks character uh, Lieutenant Dan in the movie, again, he becomes disabled. And if you remember in the movie, he was miserable, like almost to the end of the movie. I mean, he ended up getting married, if I remember correctly. He got married and, you know, he seemed happy. Um, but for the most part, as soon as he lost his legs, he was just a miserable person. Um, and again, it feeds into that trope that we have to be, not we, but, well, I guess in this case, well, no, in general, when someone becomes disabled, life is over. I can't be happy. I can never find true happiness once I become disabled. Because who's going to love me? Who's going to be my friend? Who's going to hire me? Who's going to do all of those things, right? Mm. So, um, so yeah, it's a problematic film, but I hate to say it's one of, maybe I was the best out of the worst. Let's go with that. (laughs) So, um, okay, let me spice it up a little bit more. Spice up your life. Hey, boy, hey, girl, spice up your life. People of the world. Eat. We're going to get you to sing for real, for real one of these days. Y'all didn't know I'm a jukebox. I think of songs in 0.5 seconds. So turn up. Not something I can control. (laughs) Um, Crip Camp. It's not, it's a documentary, but I saw that. That was inspirational. But do you think it was representation? Oh, yeah. That's the word. (laughs) You know what? Y'all know what I meant. <laughs> Representing, represent, what's the word? Lord, representation. <laughs> it was representative of the people. Come yes. on, words. Yes. And I was inspired. There we go. Boom! Do you care to explain to the listeners, the 10 listeners that we have, 
Um, 2.5 and a half. And they don't. (laughs) And they can't. Do you you care to um, share your perspective of the documentary? Yeah, so I I watched the documentary because Toya said it was cool. And, you know, it was interesting and inspirational to me because what I learned in school, they did not go into detail about the sit-ins and the meetings with the government people and all the protests. And they didn't even say none of that in the book. They just said, you know, they passed it. I was like, okay, cool. But I didn't, I did not know the struggle, the history. I mean, they talked a little bit about like the beginnings of, you know, special education, but not a like, in depth of passing that specific law mm-hmm. so i was like wow these people went through a lot mm-hmm. trying to get that law passed and now i know about it and i watched it i was like wow my book is coming to life it yeah. was just like boom my book is real <laughs> yes so i really liked it. it's like you know when you read a book and then you see the movie Mm-hmm. The movie's 10 times better, even though usually it's the other way around. The movie oh, yeah. this time was 10 times better because the book was very boring and bland and snooze. <laughs> so I, I would rather have watched that than read that them 30 damn pages over that. You know, anyways, yeah. that was a lot of <laughs> I'm traumatized while that reading. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um... oh, that's what I got to say about that. I'm, I'm glad you checked it out. <laughs> um, and to add to that, too, what is going on? Uh, anyway, um, to add to that. Focus, too, girl, focus. I know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> to add to that, Crip Camp was really amazing, too, because um, you have disabled people actually telling their stories. That's true. You know, it's not like a white person savior like this is what happened no (laughs) yeah yeah like you have actually disabled folks um uh controlling the narrative in this case and um it's really amazing um like Renisha said and you and it really gives you the history of the disability movement because in my opinion I feel like um, that is not a part of history that people like to explore or or care to explore or I even I didn't learn about it in cl- in um regular school exactly um like I was saying in the interview I did with Jaira like it's usually ignored because like when you think about um Black History Month for example um a lot of the the leaders that we read about they had disabilities like <laughs> Muhammad Ali had a disability. He had a learning disability. Hmm, um, Maya, I didn't know that. Right. Maya Angelou, she um, she had a disability. Harriet Tubman had a disability. Um, there was a man who, um, I think I said this before on here, but um, there was a man, he was a slave, and he was blind. He was born blind. And, of course, if we know anything about slavery, you if you cannot produce any labor for the slave owners um they basically would kill you because you're useless basically you, they can't sell you 
because who's going to buy you, right? And so um, for him, he was able to play the piano. And so he that was his job. He was the entertainer, I guess you say, for the slave owners. But he had a disability. There was many people that we look at every single day and learn about every single day that had a disability. So with this documentary, it was amazing to hear that history. Like we've been here and, you know, it's something that affects or impacts all of us. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so it was amazing. Um, And I wish younger me had access to something like this because I I did not, Mm -hmm. you know? I didn't even think or consider there being a history or a movement that involved disabled people, you know? And look at you now. Hello. <laughs> We're the so, whole podcast. Uh, listen. <laughs> With my 2.5 listeners. <laughs> and their cat and dog. Yes. <laughs> Just like the show, cat and dog. Cat and dog. The 90s kids will, will love You don't know cat dog, get out of here. Exactly. You're too young. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, do you want to do some more movies or should we move on? Let's move on. All right. So um, just to wrap all that up into a nice little bow, um, there's actually long lists of movies um, that depict uh, disabled stories. And so there's long lists, but very few of them are told in a way where it's represented representation. Um, there's not a lot of disabled films where you can look at it and be like, ah, this was done great. You know, the one I did watch the show called Raising Dion that's on Netflix. And there's a disabled girl on that uh, show. She, uh, she has um, a disability and that's included, of course, into the show. And she's actually from uh, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So she's a Texan. Um, but her name, she plays Esperanza on the show. And I love that she has full agency in that show. And um, the, the character Dion in the show, he like tries to be mean to her and sassy to her sometimes however he loves her and like that's his best friend and (laughs) they have a weird relationship but I love how she's being represented um and she's sassy and you get to see all of her personality and like her disability isn't something that is pitied um it's just a part of her identity and that's really the reality is that our disabilities is a part of our identity mm-hmm. and it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So um, it's really great. So I highly suggest that show and Michael B. Jordan produced the show. And from what I've read about Michael B. Jordan's production company outlier is that he is trying to make sure that inclusion is involved. And so um, I would like to think that him and his team was, um, had a part in making sure that Esperanza in the show is being told properly. So I'm here um, for it. Yes. So if everyone didn't know, I love Michael B. Jordan for many reasons. 
Um, he's married, honey. Yeah, he's a taken man, but <laughs> I'm just I kidding. love him. <laughs> he ain't married. He's single till he married. Yeah, hello. So um, I ain't trying to mess up a happy home, but I'm just saying, Michael B. Jordan. I I've always been in love with Michael. Call B. me. <laughs> Uh, Maccabee Jordan, if you so happen to ever listen to this, I am currently in screenwriting classes. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, too you just shot, right? Yo, yo, <laughs> your employment shot. Hello, I have a disability and I'm a black woman, so wow, I, I, <laughs> I check out all the boxes for inclusion. You're so hired. Me. Holler, holler. You know at what? Me. Just stop talking. You're when can you start? When can I start? Yesterday. Okay. Yesterday. <laughs> so um anyway, but yeah. So going back to that. So there's lots of movies to check out. There's What's Eating Gilbert Grape. There's this show called Special that's on Netflix. There's Peanut Butter Falcon, which I personally haven't seen yet, but that has a disabled character in it uh the movie wonder um my left foot the list goes on um so i highly encourage you all to watch that movie and just now that you know what representation means and what inspiration porn is i challenge y'all to like watch these movies and see if you can identify those things um if you have a hard time identifying it maybe that's that is your sign that it's not true representation maybe so, um, because yeah, it's representation is supposed to be clear, right? Disabled people love their lives. I mean, granted, there are folks who are depressed because honestly, it's society. It's society's fault. Mm. It's all society's fault. You whore. <laughs> Boo, you whore. <laughs> yes, society has given us these thoughts, our stereotypes, the it lack of accommodations. The blues, honey. The blues. So, of course, there's going to be people who are miserable and upset about, you know, just the system itself. You know, angry about the system. But as a whole, generally, we, like, this is our identity. And this is something that we um, have accepted about ourselves. And being disabled isn't bad. It's not bad. You don't have you don't have to live a miserable life. Exactly. So, um, so yeah. Did you know, Ronisha? Did you know that a article noted that a third of the best actor Oscars since 1988 went to actors playing characters with disabilities. A third of the Oscars? Yes. So the best actor Oscar. Oh, best actor. No, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Um, and then in 2017, an article said that no less than 59 actors nominated for playing disabled actors. So my if question, you weren't disabled, they were playing. They were playing disabled characters. So basically, so, it's like blackface, but with disabilities. Basically. Okay, that's my cue to go. Yeah, 
my question to you, why do you think that viewers or just people in film, you know, people in film who are making these films uh, and consumers, why do you think it's better for them to watch a movie of someone who's not disabled playing a disabled person? Discrimination. <laughs> that's Can a, you elaborate? That's the root of it all. Yeah, I agree. So it makes them uncomfortable. They don't want to look at it. They don't like it. They're going to say, well, what about everybody else? You know how the racists say, well, what about white people? What about this? What about nothing, Karen? (laughs) That's what it is. It's discrimination. Point blank, period. Yeah. So that's why don't nobody want to do it. Because nobody's yeah. forcing them. There's no law saying you have to have such and such percent of this, pe- this these people in this sector of film or whatever, anywhere. Uh-huh. So they choose not to because the world is not accepting of different people. You can't yeah. be black, let alone disabled. Come on now. So weird, just imagine you is- both. I mean, it's just it's just discrimination. Yeah. yeah. I pity the fool. <laughs> okay. I, it's just weird to me because it's like, it's that, however, you're so obsessed with, it's like you're that, but you're also obsessed with everything dis- disability. Because if they're you're interested, if- yeah, they're interested, but they're also discriminatory because they don't like it, but at the same time, they want to know. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like I said, with the slave master having babies with the slave. They racist, but they have some weird fetish about black people. They want to see the disabled people. They don't want to talk to them, though. Right. They want to be their friend. <clears throat> Excuse me. They want to hire them for a job, but they want to see them. Mental illness. Okay. <laughs> like your chair. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, simmer down. <laughs> That's what it feel like. It feel like these people, you know, I don't know. It just, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't either. That's something I was pondering on. I was just like, you, okay, you have this story about a disabled person, but you don't have no writers who can write from the perspective of a disabled person. You have no actors that can act. And, and have the experience of being disabled. And then when y'all tell these stories, these stories are not at all accurate. Or they're not, like, it's just, like you said, it's, it's basically cosplay. Like, it's silly. We However, are not, you are not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm saying we, you and your people are not characters. Exactly. They're not meant for the circus. Mm-hmm. They're not meant for show. They're people. Exactly. So that's why it baffles my mind. Like, you would rather give an Oscar or any type of recognition to an actor playing a disabled person, but you won't at least hire a disabled person. And maybe to they, ask- sorry. <laughs> maybe they think, you know, maybe they think the disabled person is not really acting or some stupid thing. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe you can do the stupid thing, oh, well, they're already disabled, so it's not like, what's the point hiring them? They're not even acting or whatever. That's the only here's dumb the- thing I can think of. Here's my theory. My theory, and I almost feel like I'm right, but my theory is that when you hire a disabled actor, that means you have to adjust yourself. That means you have to create accommodations. For example, do you have ramps? Do you have elevators? Do you have things in braille? Do you have things in big font? Do you have interpreters? Do you have these things? And more than likely they don't have those things. And more than likely they don't want to get those things. They're cheap. Mm-hmm. They're discriminatory and they cheat. Right. That's, that's the worst thing to be. Yeah. So it's like, I would rather get Brad Pitt or Tom Hanks because they're not going to need that much accommodations. I'd rather get them. And then as opposed to searching for a disabled person. Okay. And they're lazy. Exactly. And then too, um, I also want to say there's a show called Into the Dark or In the Dark. And it's centered around a blind girl trying to solve a murder. And I read about this show. I mean, yeah, I read about the show because something in my body was like not sitting right. I was like, something ain't right about this character. Uh-huh, you know, I feel it in my, I feel it in my bones. Down deep in my soul. Yes. So I did a quick Google. And I found out that the girl who's playing blind is not actually blind. She is a seeing able-bodied woman. Cut the cameras. And I looked further. And the, the person who made the show was like, we... We searched for this, uh, blind actors, but sh- she simply was the better actor. Now, Ronisha, if you keep watching the show, there is a girl on the show who truly, like she's blind in the show and she's literally blind in real life. So you just completely debunked your own lie. Because you said that you 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 couldn't find one and she was this lady was the best one. But you were able to find one for the side character. So the list is going on and on. Discriminatory, lazy, cheap, and a liar. Okay. Uh-huh. So yeah, it all boils down to people are just, you know, continuously yeah, continuously oppressing disabled folks. There's so, so many people in the world for you to say, oh, we couldn't find nobody. You didn't look. Exactly. There's too many people out here. Mm-hmm. So my last question about this, or about the, you know, disabled people, or able-bodied folks playing disabled actors, uh, Lord, able-bodied people playing disabled characters. Um, do you think that you can get the same, like, do you think you can get the same effect that you get from, for example, Forrest Gump? Do you think you will get the same effect if an actual disabled person played that character? Absolutely not. Why not? Wait, if an able-bodied person played... Wait, okay, wait so let me hold me on. Did I, I think I, 
I think I got the question mixed up in my brain. It's okay. I'll repeat it. So for I was using the example of Forrest Gump, right? Like if a if an actually if ID person mm-hmm. played that, the would they be exactly. as good as would would you get the same effects? Yeah, I, I heard it the opposite way. I think, you know, if they've been trained in acting, of course, you just got to so, know how to act. Just because you have a disability don't mean you can't act, even if exactly. you have a learning disability or intellectual disability or whatever. Because mm-hmm. people, mean, yeah. people, regular um, regular intelligence, normal intelligence, they don't know how to act. So what about them? Yeah. Yeah, so acting is a skill. It's a skill that can be learned. It may take them longer to learn, but it's no that doesn't mean they can't learn. Exactly. I agree. Um, so I just wonder for the listeners, um, something to ponder on is you know, if a, I mean a disabled person can give you the same effect, you know, in a movie if they're playing these characters, but why why is the film industry feeling like they won't get the same effects or at least that's how I receive it why do they feel like they won't yeah like I receive it maybe, and they feel like they can't get the same effect maybe they think because of their disability they can't do anything a lot of people really it's, think that that's true so it's probably you know it's just easier you know you don't have to deal with um roadblocks or you know, more time to learn stuff or accommodations. It's just easier. And then they're like, well, they probably don't like my, mm-hmm. one of my family members told me that one of my other family members will never learn how to read because mm-hmm. they have autism. I was like, hold up. Yeah, That's yeah. a lie from hell. hell you can't no. say somebody ain't never going to learn how to do nothing, especially if you ain't really, really, really tried. Mm-hmm. to teach them you got to try first you got to give them opportunity first mm-hmm. you don't give nobody opportunity of course you're gonna think nobody can do nothing there we go you don't want to give opportunity because you're lazy you're broke you're discriminatory so you don't even want to give the people a chance and it ain't right and it's not right so with that being said <laughs> what do you think the solution is people just gotta be stop being discriminatory lazy lying cheap Okay. <laughs> just stop. Give people opportunities that they deserve. Mm-hmm. That is their lawful right as a person. Hello. To have job opportunities, to have accommodations. It ain't that deep. Mm-hmm. Just give them their accommodations. Like everybody, people need stuff too. They need hair. They need makeup. They need stylists. They need every, They need stuff too. Yeah. So you just gonna have a little set little set, set one of your little checks over to the side for these people that need accommodations because it is literally the law. <laughs> I'm sick of y'all. It I'm sick is. Of y'all. You wanna break you, you, you what you're saying is you wanna break the law. That's what you're saying. You're saying it, but you're not saying it. Now, now if okay. I sue you, I'm gonna be in the wrong. So just yeah. Do, do your due diligence and <laughs> do what's right because yeah. people so, people can do that, stuff you just too stupid i'm sorry that's that's not the right word but you know what i'm trying to say you're just too you know close-minded mm-hmm. or you're too close-minded to see their abilities and you only see their disabilities exactly 
So yes, and to add to that, my, like I said, my my solution personally is hire. Does the people in the back hear me? Hire disabled actors and writers and directors and um, who else is in the film's team? D- hire producers. Hire the people that hold the mic. Hire them too. Hire them. Okay. What Beyonce say? What did Beyonce say? I work my nine to five, better cut my check, and you better pay them. Yes. If they work, pay them. And if you're not going to hire them, if you're not going to consult with a disabled person before you make your story about disabled people, then here's a clue: don't do it. Don't write a story about a disabled person. Do not include any type of disabilities in your movies or in your TV shows. If you are not going to hire actors, writers, producers, directors, et cetera, et cetera. If you're not gonna do the work, if you're not going to create accommodations for these people, if you're not gonna do any of that, don't make the stories. Instead, leave it to the experts. Leave it for disabled people to make their own stories. And when y'all fund, uh, when Warner Brothers and Fox and all these other people fund- Point them uh, out, these, point them out. Right. When y'all fund these big movies with these big budgets, save that money for the, uh, the people who are actually disabled in making these movies. How about that? Okay. How about that? That's what you need to be doing. And like I said, if you can't do that, if you're not willing to do that, then leave it alone. Then leave. Yes, then leave. (laughs) Write the stories that you know. Do not write stories you don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, some people just feel so entitled. Yeah. To just do everything. Because they just want want money. Uh, I mean... Exactly. They're cheap and greedy. How'd that work? Yes. And I also want to end this on one last note. And I feel like we've been talking a lot, but there's this one last note, and it's very important. And it's very on par with um, what we're talking about. Uh, there's two actors. Both of them have since passed away. And Lord, his name just left my brain. But he used to be engaged, I think, to, uh, I think he was engaged or married, or maybe they were just dating. But he was with Meryl Streep and they were in love and he was a great actor. He was actually, he was in The Godfather, I think one and two. He was in Dog Day Afternoon with Al Pacino. He was in Deer Hunter. So he was in big films. He was a great actor, but he had terminal cancer. Mm -hmm. And with his cancer, um, of course, you know, he... He, you know, he had to go to the hospital. He had, he had certain needs and things like that. For Deer Hunter, they almost did not hire him for the role because of the, like, basically because his uh, cancer was terminal. They were, like, basically like, eh, I don't want to hire you for this film. Meryl Streep and Al Pacino and a slew of other people had to basically fight for him. Uh, not Al Pacino. I think it was Robert De Niro. Um, had to fight for him to basically get this role. And he 
got the role. And so, um, of course, he, you know, had his complications and things like that, but he was able to get the role. Um, but they almost did not hire him because of his terminal cancer. Okay. Mm. Number two, Chadwick Boseman, rest, rest his soul. He also had cancer, stage three. And he filmed six movies while battling stage three cancer. And he didn't tell anybody. And one of the conversations that people in the disability community was having is how can, like, the fact that he had to hide his disability, I'm sorry, hide his cancer diagnosis in order to still work. Like, that's, that's a problem. Mm. And that is a problem that most disabled folks have or folks with chronic illnesses is that they feel like they have to hide that in order to work, in order to survive, in order to put food on the table. So I want people who are listening to think about that. Think about what types of circumstances that they're, because of their ableism, what circumstances that they're putting the people, uh, disabled folks and folks with chronic illnesses, which is considered a disability, by the way, um, what circumstances you're putting them in. You're you, like the fact that he has to hide it in order to keep working. Cause I can guarantee you if he disclosed that he had cancer stage three, I, we probably wouldn't have gotten a black Panther. You see what I'm saying? He probably knew how they treated that other guy and was like, mm. yeah. So, so I'm just saying that the fact that people have to hide these things in order to work. So that there's plenty of reason why we talk about the representation and just, you know, disabilities in the film industry and it needs work. And that's why we say hire these people listen to them, listen to their needs and actually accommodate to them, okay? And if you're not going to do that, don't, don't make the, the story, don't make the product. It's simple. It's that simple. Make your stories about, you know, make another Bridesmaids too. do that, <laughs> you know? <laughs> or make another, I don't know, I that just make what you know, but if you don't know nothing about disabilities, leave it alone. So on that, we end this conversation. Any questions? I mean, I feel like I've been read, so <laughs> I ain't even do nothing. <laughs> I ain't this even is do- just a topic that makes me fired up. Right. I because- mean, you fired up for real. Yes, because this is one of the reasons why I created or I wanted to create a podcast with you because I did not see representation of myself, still don't, on TV. And that played a part on me. That played a a huge part on how I see myself. I mean, yeah. Never even think about it unless you, you know, have a friend with a disability. I didn't even think about that. Right. So, only people I've seen with your disability. They act in the food. Yeah. On TV. And Peter Dinklage, he's the one that's like, I'm playing. That's the only other one. Yeah, but the 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 first ones I remember 
mm-hmm. it was cutting up. Yeah. And, and y'all know like, who. Yeah. And and we will talk about that in another episode about little people specifically. But Peter Dinklage, he he's the only one so far who's like taking roles that are not really stereotypical. But the thing is, he does not represent me. Again. I'm not a white. I'm not a white man. I'm a black woman. And and the experience of a black woman is way different than a uh, white man, right? So I I can't fully relate. Okay. So um I can't even I can't even I can't relate at all. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't yeah. So it's just representation matters. It really does. So um do better, film industry. Do better. Y'all are slowly but surely doing better, but keep going. Do more better. Do more better. <laughs> <laughs> so we end this lovely podcast. Um, and I, how about this? Renisha, would you like to like close us out with all the, all the things? Birthday girl. Uh, follow us. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> What she meant to say was, thank y'all for listening. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I'll, okay. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you. Muchas gracias. Uh, muchas gracias. Um, please do not forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We mm-hmm. are a lot more popping on Instagram than Twitter, but that's okay. Yeah. We, we got things to do and it, it's hard to navigate. Okay. Just come follow me. Come follow me. Yes, I was going to say, follow Ronisha for her birthday. It's underscore Ronisha. Right? I didn't mean it like that. I'm going to follow, but anyway. Follow her too, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. You better say happy birthday or you're getting blocked. No, I'm getting blocked. <laughs> like the circle. Blocked. Yes. By the way, unrelated, but if y'all aren't watching the circle, you're, you're, uh, I was going to say lame. I'm sorry. That's not I mean, right you thing. are lame. So where's now, my? On that note, too, one of these episodes, we're going to talk about ableist language, and lame is actually considered one of those, but we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we will talk about it later. You know the what? People, the people who are listening cannot see your face, but her uh, Ronisha's face was shocked. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll lame technically it. means you you have like a lame walk. Yeah. Gate. That's so a we'll, that's a GRE word. Y'all know that word. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll we'll talk about it. But mm-hmm. um if you don't watch the circle, then I don't know why. You're a triangle. But I don't know. I'm so corny. I'm supposed to say you a square, Toria. Dang! <laughs> you missed a joke! I'm done. Good night. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at just a little pod. Um, and then, of course, if you want to email us, have questions, or if you have critiques that you want to share with us, that's fine, too, because we're all open to learning more and being better so if you want to reach out to us email us at just a little pro at gmail.com because we're professionals because um, we're professionals so um we would also love to interact with you guys so you know like i said please don't feel 
afraid to reach out to us. Um, you can also check out our websites. We also have our, our um, episodes there too. Um, and sometimes I do a little writing on that website too. So you can do, you can check that out. Um, Ronisha might, I'm, I'm going to see if I can get Ronisha to write something on there too. <laughs> Maybe when the semester's over, girl. Right. <laughs> I'm sick of writing. Yeah, I, I, I understand. Um, we are also still trying to build on this project. We have a goal of creating a hundred episodes. So um, if you want, <laughs> if you want to. Honey um, shots <laughs> at a podcast. Yes. If you want to support us, support the project, support the dream. Um, if you believe in us and also if you are able you can donate to us um, at our Venmo. It's at just a little pod. Um, even if it's a dollar, like Renisha said, she will holler. Period. So, if that's what you want to <laughs> see. Like that. Yeah, if that's what you want to see, then drop that dollar. But of course, no pressure. But we just want to give an opportunity for people who believe in this to do whatever they want to support us. At the end of the day, if you're listening to this episode, that is enough support for us. Um, so tell a friend. Hopefully, thank you. Thank you. And hopefully this episode was fruitful for you. So learn bye. something from this. Learn something. <laughs> All right. Bye for real. Okay. Bye for real. Bye. 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 Bye-bye.